All right, I'm just going to tell you. The moral of my story is distance, <laughs> gravity, and speed all have to do with one, with one another. So if you don't know math, move the fuck out of the way because you're going to get stomped <laughs> pretty much. Mi gente, I hope you enjoyed the premiere of It's Michelle podcast, Funny Gals Talk. It's me, 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 welcome back to another week of the It's Me Shell podcast. And remember, my job is to make your road to Friday a lot easier. Mi gente, welcome to the first episode of the Funny Gals Talk Series, where yours truly, Michelle S., and Egypt's own funny gal, Jay, talk, pretty much, uh -huh. and we funny gal talk, right? But before we get into it, how are you, Jay? How you doing, girl? Well, I'm doing great. Thanks, babe. Of course. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much. It's been a process trying to get all this together, mostly because my schedule is disgusting. <laughs> There's not much I can do about that. You know what I mean? I learned there's this thing called acceptance and I accept me. So that's fine. <laughs> so, I'm old by this time and age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hello. Well, okay. So remind me what time is it over there right now? Well, it's 5.15 p.m. 518. Girl, your whole day went by. Yeah. <laughs> I always find that so like I'm just like, oh, waking up in the morning. And then other parts of the world are like, girl, we work 12 hours. We're making yeah. dinner, taking care of the family. Meanwhile, you're just waking up. It's very interesting. Exactly. It's so weird. It's so weird when I think of this time difference. And I'm like saying, you know, good night. And people are like, good day. The day's just starting. And I feel like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Good Next time. When I received your message, the message I received, you say, I hope you have a great day. I like ate something this morning. That's the time I got it. And I'm just like, yeah, my day is just starting. I'm like, oh, duh. She's so many hours ahead. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. So the way I've decided to set up the series is just by us simply suggesting topics and we can either write something funny about it, What you know, whether it's a uh, let's say maybe like an essay, a joke, you know, or whether you're telling a true fictional story. So whatever we decide to like conjure up, that's kind of like how I want to build this little, um, this little uh, series we got going on here. So we can either tell each other a story, whether it's true, fictional, whatever our little hearts desire, but we also get, you know, a little deeper and we try to decipher shit and hopefully come up with a moral, whether it's good bad or not a moral at all whatever it is and I will say in my experience just me talking makes people laugh so I figured I should roll with that I think I got something going on there there's something I can work with I'm a very animated character so you know let's we're gonna roll with it however there are some rules 
not much at all. There are only two. And one, number one, it has to be funny or comedic in a sense, because, you know, we're trying to like keep it light, keep it funny. And we can, and it has to relate to the topic. And you can, where you want these rules, we can turn them all around, upside down, as long as we always bring it back full circle, that's fine. No problem. So those are the rules. Nothing too crazy. All right. So Jay and I have this thing in common where a lot of our life, whether past, present, and maybe even future, have been full of moments we call on this episode. We're going to call them moments. This is what we're going to call them. Um, and we wanted to share these moments with you in our own, I guess, dark comedic way. At least that's my comedy. You're a lot like lighter and your comedy is a little different. Um, because why not make fun of our own pain? Right. And that's just my opinion, whatever. And if you haven't checked out the funny gals talk episode a while back, make sure you check that out on YouTube and on all out on all podcast platforms because I have to shamelessly make you aware of this. Make sure you check that out. All right. So the topic for this episode is embarrassing moments. And Jay and I came together and thought, what embarrassing shit have we been through? You know, what embarrassing shit have we thought about? And then I started thinking, what embarrassing shit haven't I been through? But we came to an agreement and the embarrassing shit that has happened to us growing up is kind of what made more sense. I don't know. You tell me what you think. Well, for me, the embarrassing moment is what made me this, you know, like, uh, spoken, you know, like outspoken, you know, ballsy, like cussing all the time, bitch. Like for me, the embarrassment is what created this gal. So for the times when I lost sight of myself, I would always go back to like, why am I not fine, uh, laughing at myself again? Why am I not having fun again? This is me. This is the real me. And all the embarrassing moments is what made her. So I kind of miss them. So when I restored myself back again, after years of, you know, like going through shit, this is what came back. And I kept bringing them and kind of like restoring them from the dark recesses of my brain and just laughing at them like nothing so for me embarrassing moments are what made me like they made me who i am so hallelujah i don't blame you because i think a lot of embarrassing moments kind of shaped me to who i am and it also hardened me to a point where i'm just like listen i've been through so much crap it doesn't even matter like trying to offend me it'll take because I just it's just it is what it is it's just like oh fine whatever you're mad what can I do <laughs> my goodness you know what I mean you just reminded me of like my past days on Twitter and now my recent days on Twitter like my recent yeah. days on Twitter I'll be like I'll find some male bully who's like yeah you look ugly and I'll be like oh you're sad and just block him you know like yeah you don't understand shit about movies and I'll just block him and in the past I'd be like but why are they writing this to me why is a stranger why now I'm like, okay, bored girl mode. Okay, I have work to do. Okay, I have the cat to feed. Okay, my mom is calling me and I just got to get up and see what she's doing. So now I think it just turned me to the point of like, oh, another idiot. Come on. Oh, another bully. Oh, I'm sorry for your life. I'm sorry for your workplace and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, one thing I realized is um, there's content in everything. So when people do things or say things that I'm just like, huh that doesn't sound right. I'm just like, oh, this is content. I can create something out of this. So thank you, the people, for giving this to us. 
creative women like us live off you guys. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say, you make our lives a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) A lot easier. Okay, so times that were embarrassing where we thought our whole, you know, our little embarrassing lives were going to end. And then we realized that there's a lot more embarrassment left to life. And now we're fully functioning adults with no end in sight. And it doesn't make sense because when you're a kid, you're like, you know what? Embarrassment is going to end pretty soon. We're going to be fine. And then it doesn't end. And it reminds me of this. It reminds me of this. Hold on. Gotcha. We got got. (laughs) Clearly life had a plan. (laughs) And that was it. So we both have stories about our embarrassing moments. And I'll I'll let Jay start with hers. Take it away, mamas. Okay, baby. Well, you all guys remember when you have this childhood crush on someone you feel is unattainable. And then when you grow up, you feel like, oh, my God. come on I know him he's now working as an engineer and I'm like even cooler than him but when you're little and you're short and you're just this little kid in the family and stuff and you're also the poet so nobody understands around you like what does this mean she's a valedictorian and what is why is she a poet what does this mean and haha everybody's like laughing at you and stuff and this Ahmed creature has this halo around him he's like this unattainable you know like too old for his age guy he's good he's decent he's a good mama's boy he's well raised he has this really good hair and I had to think for hairs you know when I was little and even now so he has this amazing hair and he takes care of it and stuff and I'm just like ogling him all the time and I'm a kid who doesn't socialize and stuff I'm more like you know like Wednesday like the Adams family girl and my sister's like uh-uh out of your reach don't and I'd be like I can just go up to him and I'll just pass by and feel like, uh, and he's just going because he's a good kid. He's not even one of the asshole, you know, teenage boys and shit. No, he's good. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to look at him from afar and I'm just going to do anything. And at one of those family gatherings, which I hated now, I hate now, hated back then too. I just made sure everyone was away. My stomach was hurting and I'm like, okay, I got to go ahead and poop. And I just make sure that everybody isn't around. I just, the bathroom is away from everybody. Ugh, okay. So I just go and I'm like, pooping so hard when there was a problem with the people's door and they kept telling my mom like be careful the bathroom door has a creak just make sure you close it and i'm like why are they telling us this weird stuff i knew mid poop why they told us this weird stuff because bam the door opened mid poop so i just pull off my panties and my pants and i'm like jumping 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 you know like the sack race just sacking racing myself okay i'm just gonna go and close it early ahmed passes by Right at this stupid goddamn moment. Then Ahmed, because he's a very good boy, he's a good boy. He just flips, gives me his back, and he's like jumping backwards. And I'm like, uh, uh, sack racing, okay? And we're all racing to close the door. I close it. He shut, just shut it. And I go back to the toilet seat, and I'm like, no, he didn't. This is the only encounter I have with Ahmed. Why? And then I realized, okay, it's only me and him. He's not going to tell. I'm not going to tell. He's a good boy. He's not even going to tell his mom. I know Ahmed. Ahmed just sits and everybody's like, ah, oh, Ahmed, oh, what a boy and stuff. So I go out, walk into the far away living room and everybody's around, just feeling part of myself. Nobody knows my secret. And the little rugrats, the little, I don't know what to call them, the little 
just munchkins who are like always toothless and crappy and evil oh. and menacing and stuff. I was going to say like, the little shits. <laughs> little shits. And you know what they say? They're like, hey, you know what? I'm at J in the bathroom. She was pooping. Everybody just looks at me. And you know, like, and Ahmed isn't even looking. The poor kid is just there looking in the ground and his ears are red. And, no, I just stare. And I, my mom is like, and my dad is like, and my, some of the ants are like, shit. You know, you feel like those mean ants. And it's just the single most embarrassing thing in my life. I don't think I even saw him again. Every time I know Ahmed is there, I just avoid him. I don't want to see him again. And years pass by and I remember that I have years and years of embarrassment to come and haunt me again. So this is just <laughs> <laughs> I think my romance with Ahmed, my future and spirit romance, must have ended because he saw me mid poop. He didn't even see me showering or it was just mid poop and stuff. So, yeah. Well, one thing I will say when this shit involved, it is always a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> as cringy as that sounds, yeah. when there's a poop story, just know that it, there's some laughter right behind it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So have you ever seen him again, like as an adult or have you seen any of the friends around who the little shits, have you seen any of, of the little shits yeah. as grownups and have they said, Oh my God, do you remember that time? This aunt, you know, like this, uh, this aunt of mine whose door was creaky. She's like, Oh, remembering it now that I'm at a 30 something adult and shit. It's like, <laughs> did you remember the time when Ahmed saw Jay pooping? But he was a good, respectful boy. He just, he just walked away immediately. I'm like looking at her and like, really? This happened? Oh, I don't remember this, auntie. But secretly, I was like, but I remember you being a bitch all the time. Then, now, every day. The so, thing yeah. is, everybody's going to be a respectful person if you just caught somebody shitting. <laughs> in no, the I, don't know. I think because her kids are like, you know, they would go and just open doors on people while they're pooping and, and just being met embarrassing moments. So I think she was comparing everybody to her damn kids. This is why I think she kept saying the respectful part. Her badass kids. <laughs> no. Like, ah, oh, I hate them. And they grew up to be, I think, the rugrats you would imagine them to be, like the school bullies. You know, they're like the condescending, respectful women and all grown up and shit. And you'd say, oh, I saw it. I saw it coming. I knew it when you were little, when you're like snot faced and stuff. Auntie, your kids are shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see anyone. <laughs> as, as you would expect, you know, like a good guy, you know, like he left the good guy's life, a good teenager life when people could crush on. And then he grew up to be like a normal man, just going on and working normal jobs wow. and stuff. But he's a good person. Yeah, I don't even know if he's here. This I hope not. I know. I wonder if like he remembers that story, or if he tells anybody that story. Like, oh, when I was younger, I just walked into somebody pooping. <laughs> no, no, Michelle, you're killing me. I hope not. If you're listening out there, <laughs> understand that this is now a funny moment in history. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh all right well what do you think if you had anything like i want to say like a moral to this story for all those listeners who have been caught in the shitter by their crushes what would you tell them 
honestly, okay, now the, the J of the present, you know, this strong, bossy J, this badass J would tell you, don't let this stop you. You still have a crush on the guy? Just go boldly and talk to him. Just imagine that this mental image of you pooping will vaporize as soon as you just show the real you. So don't let it pull you back, girl, or just beat you down and make you feel bad about yourself because you will be making more embarrassing events in the future. Don't think this will be your final one and when you grow up you'll be like julia roberts you know after the transformation uh -uh, there's gonna be you and you have to accept it so go and get the guy don't let another one yeah if this is absolutely it. not pretty woman <laughs> don't. please <laughs> maybe poopy woman so don't think right. you're not gonna have more of this crap again happen to you right. if you're as awkward and fun no pun intended you will have a lot of this shit going on in your life you made a big mistake. Huge. That's what I would have said as I walked out of the <laughs> on that scene. <laughs> you made a big yeah. mistake. Huge. And just walk out <laughs> body. <laughs> and go cry in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Very cinematic. We always have to make it cinematic. Oh my gosh. Well, I really enjoyed your pooping story. I enjoyed how you got caught out there because it made us the women we are today. Now you're just, it's just like, listen, does it get, I, I think what happens is it's like this ladder effect, right? Like you're young. I got caught in the shitter. How worse can my life get? You know what I mean? Like when you put it that way in hindsight, you're just like, I'm fine. My crush caught me in the shitter and we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I survived, young ladies. You can too. <laughs> See, you put it really eloquently. I could just have the slogan. <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. You can too. Well, my embarrassing moment, it's, I'm not going to say it's pretty similar to yours because I wasn't in a pooper. But it did have a boy, you know, there was a boy involved, like all eight, nine, 10 year old girls, you know, have in boys involved. And I'll tell you, I was about eight or nine and I liked this boy and he was a family friend back in the day. I don't know if it was the same for you, but at least in, I want to say the Hispanic culture, because I've heard this from many different places in the world, many different um, countries, they all say the same thing. Back in the day, everybody was a cousin. Although we weren't really cousins, Yeah, I but I was that, out yeah. here. Right, exactly. But I was out here in the street, in these streets, calling everybody cousin. Hey, cousin, yeah. how you doing, cousin? Where you going, cousin? And which made it even worse because I was really lost. I'm like, why am I calling these people cousin, though? Because, you know, you only have what your parents tell you. So I'm just like, yeah, that's my cousin. And my friends would be like, yeah. well, how? I don't know. <laughs> Literally, I don't know. Cousin, yeah. <laughs> my cousin. Don't mess with my cousin. They're like, um, okay. Is it from your mom's side or your dad's side? Both. <laughs> like, joined <laughs> cousin. Like both. What's up? Like, why are you? Why are you pressing me? Um, but anyway, I really liked him, which was also weird because I was walking around calling him cousin. So I'm just like, wait, I like my cousin. Listen, it was a really fucked up time. <laughs> Amen. It was really yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. For me, it was like, uh, I mean, okay, for me, Egyptian culture is not that bad on cousins liking each other. Like, cousins here get married, okay? It's like normal here, I swear. Right. And I know it sounds cringy, but this wasn't even a cousin. He was a distant relative and still felt like, you know, like, this is an intimate moment. So I totally understand. Oh my God, come on, continue. I get okay. it. So, your cousin slash crush slash boyfriend 
call <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen. Um, all right. So it was a very strange time for me because I was my cousin and I liked him, but he wasn't really my cousin. So it was very difficult to explain. So as you can tell, I was very reserved. I kept a lot of the shit inside and I was just like, I'm not going to tell nobody about it because it's weird. People are not going to understand me. But anyway, back to my embarrassing story. Um, and you would think actually my embarrassing story would end there. Like, oh, you liked your cousin? Okay, girl, you're weird. But it doesn't. It keeps going because there's more. And um, so he was older than I was. And I was like, damn, he's cool. He's older. You know, I don't know. I had all these like little crazy, frail baby thoughts in my mind because we're so young. We don't know what the fuck we're thinking about. So I'm just like, he's older he's he's cute he's so tall he's i think he was in like middle school and i was in like for like fourth grade i don't even remember but he was you know he was definitely older than i was so a bunch of us were hanging out and that's the time when like girls decide to show off all the time i don't know why it is part of growing up so i'm not gonna you know it just it is what it is i'm not gonna talk shit about it we all did it Every girl in the world has done it. So you're hanging out with your friends. You're like, yeah, I'm cool, <laughs> right? I'm going to show off. And we decided to go to the park and hang out. We were like, let's just go to the park. And the whole time I was trying to show off and he was like on a swing because I wanted to be noticed. And who the fuck goes to the park to actually play? <laughs> like who goes I mean, to the park? Exactly. They're like pools. That's an Right. <laughs> just go hang out. You wear the best of the best. And in New York, we have this thing where, like, if you're wearing new sneakers, if you're wearing boots or whatever it is, you don't want to crease it. Back in the day, you were like, you can't crease the front of your shoes. So I'm fucking waddling like a penguin. And I'm like, I'm the baddest chick in this park. <laughs> I, I, was nine, I was like nine years old. This is a fucking problem. <laughs> this is a problem. But that's for, that's for another episode. So he's on the swing. And he's going, and my smart ass decided to stand in front of the swing, but I was just far enough. So every time he would swing up like towards the sky, I was just far away. He wouldn't be, you know, he, he wouldn't hit me. Yeah. Right. So the gentle boy, because he wasn't a gentle man yet, the gentle boy gave me a fair warning. Milady, he said, fair warning, milady. <laughs> I'm going to kick the fuck out of you if you don't move out of the way. And I was just like, <laughs> I swear. And I was just like, well, you can't, you know, I'm just far enough. I'm fast. I'm swift. I'm agile. I was using all these fucking athletic words because he yeah. was a boy. And I was just like, let's see what, what relates to boys sports. Yeah. So I was like, I'm fast. I'm athletic. I'm swift. Oh I'm like, yeah. That's I, I literally was saying all these things. And he was just looking <laughs> at me like, he literally looked at me like, like, I said, yeah, what? <laughs> Mind you, when I was that age, I couldn't have been, I was like maybe like 70 pounds wet. Like I was always very small before yeah. I had my So I was just this tiny girl. And I was just like, yeah, no, you're not going to hurt me. Don't worry. You're not going to hurt me. <laughs> he's like, he's like, okay, fine, whatever. So I was trying to be cute. And sure enough, he kicked the shit out of my small itty bitty chesticles Ooh. and I went 
lying. He punted my chest with his size 13 sneaker like it was Monday night. Oh, man, I can hurt. I feel the hurt. Girl. Ugh. Like, just even thinking about Iris, and I, I feel like this. Gotcha. <laughs> my life. Like, it's just really funny. He kicked me so hard, he knocked all the breath out of me. And I don't know if you've ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mar Mar One of the characters is called Marty Funkhauser. It's with Larry David. He has like a very interesting, like distinct voice. So I felt like that's how I sounded. Cause once he kicked the shit out of me, I was like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. It didn't hurt. I'm okay. <laughs> Nobody touch me. <laughs> and everybody was like, literally, everybody was just staring at me like, and I get, I'm just like, yeah. I'm going to dust this off. I'm fine. Listen, I don't even remember. He hit me so hard. I don't even remember getting up. I don't know if I was. <laughs> I didn't even head and I felt like I was fucking concussed. I was like, I, I, I'm dead. <laughs> Listen, I think, no, no, no. I think I died. I went to heaven. Some dude was up there and was like, nah, sis, you're not ready. You just got the wind knocked out of you. <laughs> you're going right back down there. And I was just like, you know, like my man, you don't want to keep me because that was embarrassing. You sure you don't want me to chill up here for a little bit? You know, till the ambulance gets here. <laughs> He's like, nah, take it like a champ. And he sent my ass right back down. My soul went right back into my body. And I was so embarrassed. And I just pretended like it didn't hurt at all, like all kids do. You're like, you're like, fine. Like you have wow. tears streaming down your face. You're like, it doesn't even hurt. Like I'm yeah. fine. My body just reacts this way to pain. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, bitch, it hurts your body's reaction to me. I was like, I'm fine. It didn't even hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. And the Oscar goes to... Eight-year-old me. Eight-year-old me because she was fucking ruthless. <laughs> I'm fine, you know? I was like, I'm fine. And I had to live up to the words. I said, I'm swift. I'm agile. I'm fast. You can't catch me. <laughs> I was just asking, what happened to your cool girl vibe? Where did it go? Did it stay with you or did it just, but it looks like it stayed. You're girl, my, my, my swagger, <laughs> it left my body, but then it came right back. Like, nah, we have to finish the show. <laughs> But I will say, I felt pain for like a week after that, like a whole week. He decided to stomp on, like, it was just the craziest thing because even thinking back on it when I was thinking of the embarrassing story, I was like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Why, why would I stand in front of this kid and be like, well, I'm cool and I like you and boom, and not expect to get my ass kicked like i don't know what made me think he stomped on my chest yeah. like james like rick james stamped stomped on charlie murphy's sofa like he just he full throttled right into my chest and i'm fine it made me the woman i am today and you know for a long time i didn't grow breasts like you know i developed a little later in life or whatever and i was just like I'm never going to grow any tits because he kicked me in my chest. Him, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I thought kicking 
my test stunted my tit growth. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like I want us to talk about this, babe, because I think every girl has a weird breast story. We always have these myths and stuff about our breasts. We just have a breast episode, man. I, all the crazy ladies shit. and gentlemen, we're going to have a tit episode where we talk about titties. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about all types of titties, big, small, no titties, new titties, bad titties, good titties, <laughs> Dr. Seuss style. <laughs> We're going to have the boob talk. <laughs> We're going to have the boob talk. You We're be prepared. Talk. Absolutely. Yeah. But I really thought that he was the reason why my breasts never grew. <laughs> Just like, this is all his fault. It's all on you. <laughs> Imagine, you know, like nine or eight year old, you just in the darkness, you know, like it's all on you when you're looking down at your system feeling off. You're fucking, listen, Santa's for your tits. So you got like candles, like my tits will grow. Manifestation spells, my tits will grow. <laughs> my breasts will enlarge. <laughs> but it's so true, though. Think about it. But Anyway, that's for another episode. And mental note, guys, we're coming out to the episode. Um, but it's not like that stopped me from trying to impress anybody else. So clearly I didn't learn my lesson because I kept growing up and I be eventually became a teenager. So that didn't stop me from trying to impress people. I was just like, yeah, so when I was young, my tits got kicked. <laughs> but now I'm... Now I'm 11. <laughs> I'm 11 now. Want to dance? <laughs> and I, I mean, that's one thing I never did again. And to be honest, even with my kids, I was just like, listen, never stand in front of a swing. Like, no, like that was, the, yeah, I, everyone, everyone. Even when I would go to the park with the kids, I would be like, excuse me, kid, you're in front of the swing. You should move. <laughs> like, oh, man, look at this. What the fuck is this crazy lady? Who the fuck is this crazy lady? Move from the front of the swing. You're going to get kicked. <laughs> so what say you, Jay, about this weak moment of embarrassment that I had just expressed to you? What do you think? No, babe. No, thanks. My mom is interrupting. <laughs> She's like... She said, I heard you guys are talking about titties. Mommy, I'm talking. I'm talking, baby. <laughs> She's like, I heard you guys talking about breasts. I got She's some like, stories. Did you tell Michelle your poop story yet? Some stories. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We were talking about. <laughs> you know what's so funny? We're talking about embarrassing moments. And boom, your mom walks in on you like you're 12. Like, mom, mom, I'm, I'm on a live, mom. Hi. Oh, my God. I never heard of you. I'm going to be the eternal Peter Bendis. Oh, I love that. I love that. That played very well. Thanks, mother. <laughs> Thank you, mom. We appreciate you. Thanks, Chase, mom. <laughs> So, Tavi, what do you think about my disgusting, embarrassing story? I think you were wild. I was serious. I was so impressed. I mean, like, you know, I'm like the kid who, when something bad happens to them, yeah, I had this pride moment where I would be like, I'm fine. But mostly I'd be like, nah, they hurt me. So for me to just see you getting stomped in the boobs and just 
rocking up like a queen, man. I mean, it's embarrassing, and it's also so it tells a lot about Michelle, you know, like Michelle's Thank not gonna you. let anything hurt her. Yeah, this time on me, just my body, not my reality. So for me, it's like embarrassing but strong. You know, you stomped on my body but not my soul. <laughs> like the fucking craft, like the fucking witchy shit. You stomped on my body, but you can never stomp on my soul. <laughs> Yeah, watch it. So I just have this slogan through, and we walk, you know, in New York together. You with your sign, and me with my pet sign. Like this. Oh, yeah. we have arrows. <laughs> Her. Have arrows. So yeah, I love this moment of embarrassment. It's so you. wild, you know. Like it shows a lot about your resilience, even as a kid. Look at this girl; she's gonna grow to be strong. I appreciate that because honestly, I like we said earlier before we even started getting into the topic, it kind of made us like our embarrassing moments made us who we are. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> this made me the same wacko that I am, man. <laughs> What's the moral of Michelle's story? What Michelle can get up after everything. What's the moral of Jay's story? Uh, don't have crushes again. Sorry, lady. Can I tell you the moral of my story is. Please clearly who I am inside because all right I'm just gonna tell you the moral of my story is distance gravity and speed all have to do with one of with one another so if you don't know math move the fuck out of the way because you'll get you're gonna get stopped <laughs> pretty much I keep imagining it for some reason in parks you know like and kids are like ah, yeah, and you're like just saying and then Move the fuck out of the way. Move the fuck, like, okay. Move the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Damn it. I love this. This is why. So basically, the moral of my story is physics. <laughs> learn. Best learn. Right. Learn. <laughs> learn something. <laughs> learn not to <laughs> the fuck out by your crunch. Because... It happened to me. It's like a fucking infomercial. It happened to me. It can happen to you. <laughs> this could be like, you know, this could be a series of stuff. Like, you know, like when they have this crazy informational stuff and you just feel like, oh, I don't need your advice, man. But then Michelle will come and just teach little girls. Oh my God. I know. I'll just come out of nowhere like, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> you may think you don't need this advice, but you do. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Right now, there's an eight-year-old somewhere in the world getting kicked in the chest by her crush <laughs> because she wanted to show off. And sis, I feel you out there. <laughs> but you need to move the fuck away. <laughs> Damn. Imagine, this would kill all the mothers watching the commercial break. I know. Like, what? what are these girls talking about? <laughs> like comment on you know like this weird news channels and they're like they are ruining the family we should have them on right. air yeah yeah so, so true. absolutely yeah we saw these girls online and we really don't like their message <laughs> like sure yeah. that's how you feel just know that your daughter might get kicked in the chest <laughs> right right you're complaining about me no your daughter might go down that road. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, all right. My people, me, gente, it's about that time. 
reached the end of Funny Gals Talk. But before we go, Jay, let la gente, the people, the tribe of the It's Me Show podcast know where to find you because they're going to be seeing a lot of you. So we got to figure this out. Where can they find you? Okay, so I have my Twitter, it's Jailan Salman. I have my Instagram, it's Jailan Salman. I have my thepros.com where I post all my poetry. Also on Instagram, you can find my visual poetry series, which I'm developing now alone or collaborating with other artists. So it's going to be really cool. So yeah, you can find me on all of these. Yes! You heard me, gente. Make sure you follow. Make sure you like, you subscribe to all her stuff because, I mean, that's the only way we grow anyway. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And make sure you tune in to Funny Gals Talk. All right? We're trying to do this as like a monthly series. We're trying to figure it out because, like I said before, my schedule is gross. But, you know, why not listen to these funny gals talk about funny shit all the time? Um, let's see. What else do I have to say? Oh, yeah. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. It, it's .me.shell. And click the link in my bio. It'll take you to all my podcast platforms, my YouTube channel, and so much more. So make sure you go subscribe, you know, to the channel. Like, love, rate, share, follow, all that good stuff. And if you have any topics or anything that you want us to talk about or that you want to share, you know, any it doesn't have to be embarrassing moments, just something you want us to kind of make lighter and funny because it scarred you for life. Make sure. <laughs> That's terrible. But I mean, come on, make sure, you know, you can DM us, email us, you know, send us voice messages, send me a voice message. I'll probably even play it on the episode. So, you know, just do what you got to do to make yourself be heard because we're going to make it funny. That's our job. You know, yeah. that's what you're to do. So my darling, is there anything you want to say, Jay? I just want to wish everybody well. And you know what? Just take care. Tell them the message. Shell, give it to them. Give them the commercial break. It's right. going to happen to your daughter. Ex she will get kicked in the chest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right in the tits. And with that said, peace and love. We out. <laughs> Hi. I see you. It's me. 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 It's me.